Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, another episode of Fork Sports Highway. Thursday evening at 6.30. Uh, tonight, we've got the legend Bill Deutsch in the house. I'll leave it on you. You should take care of business over there. There's, there's Bill, the legend. On, he's dog-sitting this week, so a little frazzled. Howdy, Monte. Hey. And then uh, last week... Um, Raven was a little under the weather, but uh, the delightful Raven Carlson back in the house. Hi, everyone. Ooh. Yeah, and of course, we got Dale over there, man in the ship. Oh, yeah, we, the there he is, his thumb. Famous thumb. <laughs> I'm yep. surprised you haven't driven a smiley face on it yet. He should. Oh, okay. Oh, tune in next week. <laughs> yeah, and um, apparently, I mean, Paul will probably be showing up a little bit later, and doesn't sound like Katie's going to be in. She's got real work to take care of. Supersonic but, calling in. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I can't forget Supersonic Steve out in Seattle. He's going to give us a call and weigh in, I suppose, on all the brackets. I know his brackets got busted up just like everybody else's. Um, so the show is about bracket busters, cats return, uh, portal transfers, uh, UND signings, and of course my Knicks captain passed away, and lots of other stuff. There's baseball, there's hockey. Uh, I don't know where do you want to start, Bill? I think we have to talk about the Knicks. Haven't they got a two-game losing streak at oh, least? Oh yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, we got Keith Cummings in the chat too, so he'll he'll weigh in and keep us keep us uh, honest with some of our discussions. But okay, we'll get on with my, my Knicks. Um, you know, I saw him lose to the Timberwolves, and I thought you know they were behind the whole game, and then they got ahead in the fourth quarter, and I thought then it was just going to be over. But well, the, and and I think I talked a little bit about the the. The thing about NBA teams is, you know, they all have their designated one or two stars on the, on a team, and then that particular night, Minnesota was missing basically all their top level players, so they're playing the, their more recent draft picks and, and trade guys, and so uh, uh, the Prince kid did he go off for like thirty five or thirty six yeah, points? Yeah, Prince had had a nice. Night. He was eight for eight from three point <clears throat> range. I mean, that's kind of unheard of for any one player to make every three point shot they take all game long. And then um, they they just continued to to battle. I mean, even after New York came back, because obviously Julius Randle had a fifty seven point game. Yeah, he had quite the game. Uh, he had some ugly turnovers in the final minute and a half, though. Uh, he gets a little careless with the ball. That's the one thing with Julius Randle that the guy can he puts up numbers. He can put up he can score. He puts up double digit rebounds. He puts up over five assists a game, but um, he does take bad falls and he also uh, uh, turns the ball over a little bit. But I don't, you know that was that was a tough loss for New York. And then last night they lost in Miami by seven points and Jimmy Butler and and. Julius Randle were kind of having a little thing going on there. Uh, and I'm, I'm not a big Jimmy Butler uh, fan. I, I like the way he plays, but I think his, his moment in the sun is probably over with. Jimmy uh, Butler, uh, Kevin Love, or not, yeah. yeah, former T-Wolves players, always great seeing him prosper somewhere else. So Love is now kind of like a supporting player now. Because it was a few weeks ago we discovered how he got traded to the Heat or yes. signed with the Heat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, 
It's good to see him. I know Butler, he was fun to watch for the Timberwolves. Only Timberwolves game I made it to, he was there in person, and that was, gosh, he, he gave a nice speech. It was the home opener, and, yeah, one of my favorite sport, in-game sports memories. Well, he he's definitely, I mean, a top 10 talent. I mean, I don't know if he is this season, but because uh, Miami's kind of struggled. You know, they're sitting about three slots behind New York in the standings, and uh, New York has kind of had their number. Well, the uh, Western Conference is... I mean that is just jam packed tight. I mean on the everybody's bottom. yeah, everybody's like thirty five and thirty seven or yeah. Is Raven you keeping any eye on that? I'm not keeping any eye on that. On that on that NBA action? I think there's about ten games left, right? Yeah, there's about ten games left in the eighty two game season and uh well all I know for one thing is But the Wolves are right by the Lakers and the Lakers are I mean they're well, all well I think I think I, as of today aren't the Lakers like in the 10 spot and the Wolves are like in the 9 but well, the, I, but yesterday the Lakers were in the 11 cuz they won last night so they moved back into the I saw when I checked their score from uh, the previous day's game that uh, yeah the Timberwolves right now are 7th in the Western Conference and not including today's re- results but as of last night when I checked and yeah, that was a crazy game with, uh, yeah, Mr. Prince there just lighting it up perfect from three-pointer range, like you guys mentioned. And then also, you know, well, did, did, did you see that game where you're watching that one since they were going against your team, Monty? I did. And you had a certain player just light it up. I think I saw it from a beat report saying it was like, like the third or fourth most points in a game by a single Knicks player. Yes, uh, well, Julius Randle went mm-hmm. off for 57 points. Yeah. And, and he's had, you know, multiple 40-point games this year. And and like I say, the guy can put it up. He he definitely can score with the best of them, but I, I just don't know that he's he's that legit superstar. You know, just think it may have just been his game that night. Well, well, no, because he has had he, the guy is averaging like twenty five points a game, and and he has multiple forty point games. But this was by far his best explosion. And and you know, you talk about uh, in in Nick's history. So this was like the third best Nick scoring deal. Uh, Bernard King back uh, in in the eighties had a sixty point game and a fifty point game back to back nights down in Texas, uh, and and, and the, so that sixty point game has got to be one of them. But the odd thing about talking about high scoring games against the Knicks, um, Bill, you you, you know what I'm, where I'm going with this? Um, somebody well, had a hundred points, right? Okay, so Wilt Chamberlain. Scored 100 points against the New York Knicks in 1962. The most points of anybody in any game and of certainly by any center. Um, Elgin Baylor scored 72 points against the Knicks. Um, oh, who was the guard that went off on him? So the Knicks are the are usually the victims like, like, of the like, high like, scoring. Like games. the three highest scoring games by position at one time were all against the Knicks, and all at home too in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, because they but, say that's the mecca of well, all basketball. Well, that's that's the thing is, and I I say that all the time. Even now, when the Knicks were had down teams over the last few years, anytime other opponents would come in there, they would get that marquee game out of them because people the, the love adrenaline rush of playing in the garden yeah and and, and i mean college basketball is the same way and it's not just hoops but uh all 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 the other sports too like uh pro yeah. wrestling especially too they consider it just like the, the the best arena to to perform in in the country well boxing even yeah yep boxing well, ncaa is in 
New York this weekend too. At, at MSG? Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. But no, because well, I but, said the guy, somebody from Kansas State's teams from New York. And so he's been hoping it was going to work out that they would get two wins so that he could go back and play at home. Well, it, and it, it has been, it's always been billed as the world's most famous arena. You hear that, Raven? Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. I've heard of that place, absolutely. And, it's and, I think they oh, got. Sports. I think they've That's had rodeo. Nice way to put it, yeah. they've had rodeo in there too. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they've had everything in there. But but I, I, you know, and and I've 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 been in the building once, and lucky me, I got to grab Spike Lee and make him take a picture with me, courtside. You know, the one time I'm in there, photo bomb him. Yeah, well, I was wearing a Randy Moss jersey, but anyway. So Raven, we. Before the show, we, we were talking about Willis Reed, the captain of the Knicks uh, from my, the heyday of the 1970 and 1973 championship teams, and and we we talked about the the what he's most famous for. And Bill, I know you know the the walking in for Game Seven after tearing his thigh muscle. And well, did you see that clip this week? Well, no, I didn't see a clip, but I heard it. Uh, Dan Barrero was talking about it. Yeah. And supposedly, uh, Phil Jackson took a picture of him too. Did you hear that? Yes. So, 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 uh, so. But but they're making it sound like he was injected with some type of steroid of some sort. Well, whatever they called it, but it had a needle that was probably like six inches long. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> wasn't that what they do the cortisone shots for for players in pain to get them back well, in the game, right? Well, well, and that's cortisone was one of the but one of the things one he, of the ingredients. But there was another ingredient. Yeah, I didn't know what they were talking about, what it was, but and and apparently because there's apparently this famous photo of Willis Reed on the trainer's table with with these shots happening, and the photographer at the time was Phil Jackson because Phil Jackson was on the injured reserve. He, he got injured, he got a shoulder injury, and missed that finals in 1970. Well, yeah, we were watching some clips of uh, Willis Reed before the show started to get a little refresh that you're telling us all these awesome moments with him, and Phil Jackson was interviewed on one of them. Yeah, and, 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 and so anyway, the, the, like what Bill was saying about that, that uh, photo. Recipe. This photo, <laughs> the recipe. The photo that Phil Jackson took, apparently Spike Lee has tried to buy that from him. So yeah, it's, it's it's not a published photo, and he wants to like, and and Phil won't sell it. I'm, yeah, take it to the grave. <laughs> well, but at, at any rate, uh, there's that. And then as we were showing uh, Raven, we saw a clip of Willis Reed uh, against the Lakers here before the show started. What do you think of that clip? Good God, someone got knocked out. There's no way. There's no way. Just swing. I want to know what pissed that guy off. He had guts. Yeah, just swinging. Just so, so like could he could have been boxing. All of a sudden, freaking basketball turned into boxing. And and these were haymakers landing. Good. And it wasn't like a one on one. It was like you t- you kind of teed it no, up for us. He well, took on the entire bench. Yeah, the, the, it started really weird too because like I want to know what set him off because all of a sudden it was just him decking people like full bore, just going at it. I'm, what? Yeah, yeah. Probably got fouled or something. Well, that's. I, I think yeah. he caught an, an inadvertent elbow on on one of those turns uh, in the lane, and and that set him off. And that was the first guy he punched. 
was talking to robots. Yeah. Yeah, that that's exactly what it kind of looked like for me. Just a little elbow, just serious. Well, and especially hard. They captured one froze freeze frame of him just clobbering a guy. Like, what did you say? He broke his jaw or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, there were there were there were multiple players with with bruised faces, and then the one with the broken jaw. And he did land haymakers on like five different players, and and he he literally was their whole entire bench. And Paul's in the house. Everywhere I go. There he is. <laughs> but no, uh, so yeah, Willis Reed, not only the big hero against the uh, Lakers in the 1970 finals and the MVP of the 70s final, but he was also MVP of the 73 final. And um, then the big fight with the Lakers, with, and, and he's famous for that. But he also was, uh, I want to say he was a, a coach uh, of the uh, New Jersey Nets before they wait, long before they moved to Brooklyn and, and was also a NBA GM. The teams he, he worked for in those capacities, he wasn't uh, entirely successful like a lot of uh, former athletes are, but he did uh, stay around the game. And he just, uh, for the 50th, well, it's the 50th anniversary of the 1973 New York Knicks championship, this right, 1973 2023, 50th anniversary, and he just gave a speech at Madison Square Garden. Did, did you see any of that, Dale? No, was that just like a uh, within the last month or two or so? Yeah, and, and it may have been uh, the week before last. Um, and, and anyway, he talked about in that speech how uh, happy he was to have been a part of that great Knicks team in front of the greatest fans in the world in Madison Square Garden. Well, that's cool. He had one last big just send-off to say, you know, appreciate the fans. That's actually really nice to hear because nowadays it's all about this drama where who's dating the Kardashian, who's doing this, who's hitting this person. It's nice to actually hear, like, someone give a speech like that and actually appreciative of what has happened in their life. Yeah, that... uh, if I remember, you said they didn't release an official cause of death, right? No, I haven't seen anything, no. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. But, but 80, 82, <clears throat> I think, was what they said he was. But, but he also, you know, I, I, one of the other things I wanted to say before, before we move off of him is he went to Grambling University, and, you know, back in, in, in the early 60s, late 50s, he was, uh, Grambling was, was predominantly a uh, black institution and... and Still, I think it still, still is. Yeah, I was. I was guessing it probably was, but um, at, when he played there, like he was phenomenal. I mean, averages like close to thirty points a game and almost as many rebounds a game, and th- those are the kind of things that are unheard of in today's game. You know, somebody grabbing twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven rebounds a game, and uh, I mean that's that's just about everything on the glass. And the thing about uh, Willis Reed was uh, uh, in in that period of time, the early seventies. Uh, many of the centers weren't seven-foot giants like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Wilt Chamberlain. Um, they were more in the mold of Bill Russell at 6'8 or 6'9. Uh, Willis Reed, they listed him like oftentimes at 6'9 to 6'10, but he was about, they said 6'9 in his basketball shoes, about 6'8 with a mop. And, and another center at that time was Wes Unseld, and Bill, you remember what he, that, oh, yeah. a man's man there too. But I think that Willis Reed and Wes Unseld were probably two of the toughest guys that ever played the sport. Baltimore Bullets, right? Yeah, Baltimore <clears throat> Bullets, Washington Bullets, Capital Bullets. Changed their name many times. And I like that name. 
Well, they're now the Washington Wizards because yeah, I hate the Wizards <laughs> because because at one point gun violence, gun violence, and we can't call them bullets because histo- fucking pussies. Well, hi- historically, Raven. Sorry, excuse so, my no, language. No, no, no. It, no. The, the Washington Bullets, the Capitol Bullets, the Baltimore Bullets, they were called that because there, there was a large national armory there. So yeah, it was just kind of... They were re- named after... It was the, relative to the product manufactured at their hometown. Yes. Yeah. I don't understand this, okay? I don't. Because history should not be forgotten. Because if we don't remember where we've been... We ain't going to go forward. You're going to go in a weird weird direction. Anyway, but like, ugh, gosh. So like even places like Madison Square Gardens, would they ever rename that? Well, if, 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 if somebody comes up and finds that there's some reason to be offended by it and they get enough of a grassroots following to, 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 to speak out against it, yeah, um, all the women named Madison, all of them are going to get together. Well, what is Ashley Madison? It's there, it's, 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 it's 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 a it's a it's a there needs to be a line. It, it's an this extra extra uh, marital affair site. This th- there needs to be a line. This is ridiculous. People can literally use opposite sex bathrooms now, and we're getting offended over a name of a a bullet. Yeah, which or is ammo. only a projectile. That is fired from a weapon from a person. Like, I remember growing up. Steps it gets to actually get down to the bullet. Like, I understand like calibers or like, well, okay, not calibers, but like a deadlier name, like the knives. Or (laughs) I, I don't understand people's logic nowadays. I really don't. Like, you went from the fighting Sioux to the Hawks. Like, I'm still on that. I'm sure everyone is still on that. But, like, they could have honestly picked the North Dakota Penguins, and it would have been more accurate. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. Well, <laughs> but, but, no, I, 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 fo- like, I followed that Bullets team, you know, most of my youth, and, and I was a fan of those guys on that team almost as much as the New York Knicks bunch at that time. And, and when, when they changed the name, I was, that, that was one of the earlier ones that they, they changed. Yeah, it was, like, like early to mid-2000s or so. I remember growing up with the Washington Bullets team, I always just thought it was kind of, comparable to the you know superman faster than a speeding bu- no, uh, bullet right yeah, well, yeah or was it yeah well it was it, something like that but <laughs> but it, you know and, and the thing is is you know understanding the history of why they were called that i mean that's any any time a organization you know comes to be they, they they have a name i had more of an issue with them being called uh the baltimore bullets the capital bullets the Washington Bullets, you know, they, carrying they, it they, over and over. Well, they kept tr- trying to decide which which was their home area. I mean, the whole D.C. Baltimore area was, but they, for a period of time there, it was like every they were still playing in the same arena, but it just yeah, it, the Landover, Maryland was where they were playing. But just because, well, like, oh, now, this year we're closer to uh, D.C. or to Capital. And, well, a guy named Abe Poland owned the team at the time and had owned it all through its history, and I, I don't know, I, I think it was after his demise or his his changing it to somebody, another buyer, that that's when they decided they could go to the Washington Wizards. And to date, since they've been the Wizards, they've amounted to squat. The team Jordan co-owned for a bit, right? Yeah. yeah. Played, no, he actually played. Oh, and played, yeah, his final two years. That's right, yeah. But Sorry, Raven. <laughs> nope. So being a nerd, I don't like the name Wizards. 
I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Misrepresenting? I prefer them do the bullets. Yeah, because... <sighs> I feel like the Wizards ought to be like in Florida around Disneyland or something. Honestly, the Wizzes could have been better. Have a jar of cheese whiz for the mascot? That's yeah. some great product placement opportunities right there. There you go. See, marketing. I mean, got marketing. It's all about marketing nowadays. Well, the commander doesn't sound real cool either. No, well, it doesn't. No, yeah. Compared to the Redskins. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I guess speaking of marketing and all yeah. that, we are a bit is, due. Is, yeah, this ad you said, uh, is that one of the? Video ones, yeah. Video ones. Okay, there yep. we go. Okay, well. So we'll be back in just a minute after a word from our friends from Ideal Power. Ideal Power Solutions is your electrical contractor serving residential, commercial, and agricultural customers right here in the valley and surrounding area. Installation, replacement and repairs of wiring, outlets, light fixtures, panel upgrades, electrical conduit, and more. Ideal Power Solutions has the training and expertise to tackle any project, big or small, whether it's residential, commercial, remodels, new construction, egg projects, and custom builds along with service work. The Valley has an electrical contractor you can count on and trust. Call Ideal Power Solutions in Grand Forks, 701-213-3805 to find out more or go to IdealPowerND.com or find them on Facebook at Ideal Power Solutions, LLC. For all of your electrical contracting needs, make it Ideal Power Solutions in Grand Forks. You got to say something about National Puppy Day. That's right, Bill. That was what Bill was proclaiming right when we got in, right? Mm-hmm. You said it. You started it. I was going to bring the dog here, but... Well, you Why did you not bring the dog? What? Oh, you ain't going to let this down. She mm-hmm. she would have mm-hmm. made so much noise, though. I, I would have held her the whole into time. so much trouble. Oh. You didn't even know. Oh, she, oh you'd have liked her. I would have loved her. She would have. I don't care how big the dog was. It would have been on my lap. No, it's not very big. It's a. It's, it's a. It's a uh, puppy. Uh, Monty spoiled her black lab and oh named gosh. Etta. E T T A. Okay, so it is National Puppy Day, everyone, and there was an opportunity for a puppy to be in the studio, and he didn't bring her. <laughs> okay, I'm never gonna let him live this down. This is. Bullshit. Come on now. Are, are we back on the air? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Long live National Puppy Day. Yeah. Long live National Puppy Day. We would have had a puppy in the studio, but Bill didn't do it. Well, maybe, maybe maybe when Supersonic calls in, he'll have he'll have. Uh, oh yeah. He, what, what is that dog's name? What, I, I can't oh, remember I what it was. Rip. Rip. It was Rip. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Bill, I got an update on that score. Uh, Cornell is still up two to zero with just under five minutes left. Wow, I, that is that is a major upset. Yes, that'd be like Canisius taking down Minnesota later tonight. Well, they talked about that. Now, let's now you brought that up. Okay, so is is. Um, I'm, I'm going to just hold tight. He should be calling in in a few minutes, so I'm okay. going to hang tight. I, I was wondering if that, I heard a ding, and I thought that might have been it. Um, oh, no. and, anyway. Um, uh, they talked about uh, it's Twin Cities today, Common and PA and those guys about the last time the uh, Gophers came to North Dakota as the number one team in the country was when they got beat by Holy Cross. Did they play that? That did clip? Play? Yes, they did. So, so that wouldn't that be just so fitting though? If, if Canisius beat them, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, that would be something. I, I saw on Facebook last night that. 
somebody was asking uh, if anybody out there either has a Canisius jersey or a Holy Cross jersey that they'd like to wear to the game tonight in Fargo. Ooh. Well, I I actually do have a Holy Cross jersey. Well, I bet you do. Well, no, it, it's just I'm not one that collects hockey jerseys. So but, is Canisius like really lower tiered then? Or well, they're the, it's just they're out of this Atlantic Coast Hockey League. Oh, the ACA. ACA. And they're always end up, they get an automatic bid, but they were like pairwise, they were 47th out of 61. Wow. Yeah, and, and actually Canisius beat Holy Cross to get here. That's right. that's who they had to beat, and there's like AIC has been in the, yep, there yep. and that and, American but, International. But yep. the deal is, within the last five years, there's been two or three upsets from the 16 versus number one. Yeah, I you know I guess well, since we're uh, on college hockey. college hockey, should we touch on how UND's final uh, game of the season, all sure. that for the college playoffs? Yeah, does you gave some notes to Raven? Yeah, I think she has a score there. Yep, in hockey, frozen face-off, semifinals, UND lost to St. Cloud in overtime, 2-3. to three. Ethan Frisch and Judd Caulfield score for UND on that game. Third straight season, UND's year ends in overtime. Hmm. Did you watch that one? I did not, uh, and I'm kind of thankful I didn't because it's St. Cloud. Come on, guys. Like, come well, on. St. Cloud's already won today. I I know, but, like, why are we losing this much? Well. <laughs> they had a good, like, previous, what, 10 games or so? Well, they, they, they had a little bit of a late season charge. It wasn't nearly enough. Um, they would have had to basically win out and, and – you know, St. Cloud, now Raven. Saint but they got Saint, up to 17 pairwise. Yes, they did. They were they were within one spot of making the tournament automatically, basically. And had they beat St. Cloud uh, last Friday night, they probably would have been okay even losing the following night and then would have got in. But they didn't. And I just wanted to point out to Raven that uh, Red River High School, let's see, St. Cloud's already won tonight 4 to nothing, right? Yep, they beat, they beat Mankato. And, and so St. Cloud Huskies are now one game away from the Frozen Four. The, the, uh, yes. the, winner, the winner of Canisius and Minnesota tonight is who they get. Monty, but, I don't think we should brush by real quick. You, you actually did the road trip down to see the UND's game there in the XL, right? Well, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't go to the game at the XL. I could have. Oh, you didn't? Okay. I, I, I watched it at my, at my daughter's house. But I, I, there were tickets. There were fifteen dollars tickets, and I thought, yeah, about it wasn't it. very expensive. But but it was such a harrowing drive down there that I didn't feel like going and fighting traffic across from Minneapolis to St. Paul after that battle. Yeah, you and, sent us some crazy photos. Yeah, there was it was a rough one. But I was going to say, St. Cloud State um, has a Red River High School grad as one of their players, uh, Mason Salstrom. Mason. Mason. Come on, why I'm, I'm, Malcolm or no? It's it's, it's oh Saul Saulquist Saulquist, and, and when he was a sophomore, he was the MVP of the state championship in North Dakota. Red hmm. River won when he was a sophomore, um, and and apparently he wasn't good enough to make the UND squad. But here he is; he's still playing, and they're all sitting at home. So 
Um, that kind of has a has a habit of coming back and biting UND in the butt every now and again. It looks like the portal kind of bit us in the butt too. Well, <laughs> that was one of your titles. Yeah, the portal. Well, first off, like like Raven said, so so you had a couple of players that signed uh, pro contracts and are gone. So did, did you, who, yep. I heard of one, Ethan Frisch. And, oh, he did. I didn't yep. hear him. Yep, Ethan Frisch is going to San something, San, San Antonio, San, San Jose. San Jose, yeah. So many Sands. Um, oh, he's just going AHL then. Yeah, well, they both are. I yeah. mean, well, well, no, they said Cle- Clevin's, Clevin's going right to the big club. And then Clevin is the second one, yeah. yeah. Which I'm actually going to miss him. I'm not going to lie with how. Well, who's going to sit in the penalty box? Yeah. <laughs> I mean,. Who's going to own the penalty box? Okay, let's just get that straight. First of all, uh, how many games has he been kicked out of now for majors? Uh, like At least three, three yeah, this season? Uh, hey, this season alone? You would say that, that I, I would guess that his, his penalties cost the UND uh, Fighting Hawks at least one game, if not more, uh, you know, in the loss column. Well, I, I agree, but honestly, like, with he's – He's a very decent player. So when yeah. you don't have a lot backing up that, I can understand how that gets frustrating very quickly, especially when Clevin was playing with, what, Kawaguchi? Like, he with all these players that weren't Bradbury's product, it... I can understand how it gets frustrating because he's been playing for UND for how many years now? Like three? Yeah. Two to three? Three at least. Yeah. So playing with all these good players and people that didn't make him carry the team, I'm going to get some hate for that. But I can understand why he was in the penalty box as much as he was. Because honest, because he had a taste of like a good, solid Okay, I know you're going to be there. I'm going to pass the puck to you. Like, the puck handling alone was a lot better. Well, well, their defensive core now is basically like one guy, I think. They got left in the defensive core. Is, is James or Farmer? I don't know. One, one of those guys. But well, I think Farmer's gone. He's gone, too? I think so. Well, the portal now. Okay, so, so Helston, Helston was the second goalie on the team. I thought it was Helstein. Oh, probably Hels Helstein. Okay. Don't Honestly, know. don't don't. I well, can't I don't speak know, normally. He didn't. Helston, I thought. Well, he didn't play enough to to and to to. He's to, Swedish to, for us to know Hellstead. how to say his name. But anyway, yeah, he's he hit the portal, so he's he gone. hit the portal. And then Cole Johnson. Is that there his was name? A, he's there, a, he's like a, an NHL draft pick, and third round. So who the hell's our goalie now if Helstead's gone? Well, what what we have left right now in camp is Caleb Johnson. Grand Forks Central. Okay. Um, and good kid, but he's gonna. He's, he 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 got one start this year. They had a big lead, and the defense in front of him let him down. Because, well, I know the other guy was a Johnson that wasn't the goalie. It was a defenseman. Yeah, and the, he was the third round pick. Yes, and Cole Johnson. I he think also was his had name. a Constantini. Mutt- Mateo or something. Mateo Constantini has, has has hit the portal too, and you know it's funny because not Constantini. Yeah. Now we have all the like the who is even left on the team now? Well, we still got Gaber. 
Gabriel and Jackson oh, Blake. Oh, thank God. Jackson okay. Blake and Gabriel. There you go. Well, that's that's a good start. Okay, at least we got one. We got one, two. I'm good. Okay. Well, you got your top two scorers, yeah. Gabriel and, and Jackson. Monty, we got some details, too, on some of those signings. Uh, Tyler Clevin, three-year entry-level deal with Ottawa Senators. And then yeah, kind of like you mentioned there, too, uh, that uh, – it was the uh, Ethan Frisch to the AHL San Jose Barracudas just for an amateur tryout agreement. So okay, and Sendin, Sendin signed too. Yes, he did. But he was a senior. I mean, he didn't have any eligibility left. No, yeah, he did sign. I did have uh, I took a snapshot of that too. Did uh, do you have anything on the portal guys, Dale? Um, I can I can do a quick search. I didn't get anything on my on my well, own notes. Well, we know it was Constantini, and we know it was Johnson, and we know. Uh, the, the goalie, and then there was one other uh, bounced out of here, too, because uh, there was four. Vast. Vast. Luke Vast. Luke Vast. He was a defenseman, too. Yeah. And so, he wasn't bad. Well, he, he missed some of, the, some of the season injured, I think. And, and, and he that, had a brother that played, too, yeah, previously. Yeah. But uh, uh, Constantini kind of got benched at the end, and, you know, that's, I, I, some of those guys get disgruntled, I think. And it's got to be hard, you know. To me, it'd be like basketball players going to Duke and then sitting on the pine the whole time they're there when they're some of the top recruited guys in the country. And, and you know, we, we've talked about guys hitting the portal and leaving here. Um, uh, David Taves was one of them. Um, oh, there was a handful of them in the past. But uh, probably uh, Tyconic was one of the few that actually had a pretty decent career with Omaha. Right. Um, but most of the guys that leave here, we don't hear of them much after they get they're gone. I haven't heard him signing, and he's a draft pick of uh, Ottawa too. Ottawa, yeah, and 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 there again, he had enough uh, late game mistakes against UND to make the transfer pay off for us. I yeah, think. but I think he had to be one of their top players. Though. Oh yeah, he was, he was, but but it always seemed like he was the one with the puck. Jumping over his stick and allowing the guy to skate by him, and what do you think of that, Raven? Tyconic in Omaha. You didn't care for him, I'm sure. I, I got one more score update for that Cornell Denver game. It was just wrapped up. Cornell wins two zero, and yeah, thank you, Keith. Boy, <laughs> boy, boy, boy. That's 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 almost like. Uh, I think Keith is next week, right, Monty? Yes, he's coming in next week. Oh, that's awesome! I'll finally meet. Racing is his thing. Ooh, what kind of racing, though? He's an announcer at Greenbush Racetrack. I, I don't know what that is. Oh, he's, he's like the local dirt track announcer. Like, like, late like late models. Yep. Isn't that that, that league? Or... Late models and sprints, I think, over in Greenbush. Oh, that's yep. awesome. Okay. And uh, so... Uh, also acclaimed Chili Contest uh, participant and winner, I think, People's Choice Award. <laughs> well, he needs to come in and go to Dirty Thursday and then go to the Very Sports cool. Highway. Do the Do the loop. He has to do the double. Oh my god, the BS loop. All right, Monty, we got we have uh, Steve. We Sup- have Steve here. Supersonic <gasps> Steve. Supersonic Steve. I'll, I'll switch to him. There. It looks like they're getting set up here. So um, you want to make sure to give your the media volume. Uh, that one. Yep. About. There you go. It looks like he's getting set up here. So. Um, Steve, what are go. you? There you go. That one down just a notch. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Let him have it again, All Raven. Right, there he is. I didn't. I didn't have the volume up for you to do that, Raven. Supersonic Steve. <laughs> I think he might have heard it 
in Seattle without going through the microphone. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> loud. Sorry, guys. Can you hear us, Steve? I can hear you loud and clear. There you go. Yeah. Etta would have freaked oh, out oh, after no, that. All right. All right. Show me the puppy. Oh. Show me the puppy. Come on. Looks like they're, they're I don't think it's a puppy. Oh, it's a puppy. I think it's a little. You guys. Let's see here. Well, it's, it's it's National Puppy Day. Is that what we got going on? So so Raven's dying to see uh, Rip. Yeah, Rip is um, at daycare. Oh, oh. He's got to board and train. I quit. Just He's not done. naughty. Done. Well, out of here. You could have brought your horse in. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> he acts like a giant dog, but like I don't think he'd fit through the door. Oh. I'm sure the church would have a heyday doing that. Just a horse running around in here. Keith <laughs> says he's bringing pizza next week. Oh, yeah. thank you, Keith. What kind of pizza? It'll be a surprise. Well, no, so- I'm trying to get it to where you can see him, but can you guys see us? I can see you. I can't. I can see you. We can't see you, but I'll put you back to Steve. So there you go. There we go. It's nice having a secretary. You see us now? I can see you. Okay, yeah, we got you too. So we're just about to get into the uh, NCAA basketball tournament brackets and uh, how how nobody in the planet has got them correct anymore. Oh, God. Well, my Kansas Jayhawks took a bite early. They said goodnight. Yeah, my my, my Marquette uh, Golden Eagles uh, – Went down to Michigan, too. Michigan State. So who do you like now? None of them. <laughs> I still have Alabama, remember. I got uh, that football school. Yeah, well, I don't know. I is they that top six. UCLA still alive, I think? They're yeah, they play tonight. Gonzaga. Yeah. Gonzaga tonight. Yeah, so you... have to turn that one on. Yeah, we got... So, so yeah, there's games going on tonight. Uh, Minnesota Wild are playing right now. Yeah, we got well, we got NBA, we got NHL, we got uh, NCAA hockey going on. The, the the Gophers are playing tonight in Fargo uh, against Canisius, and we're all we're all pulling for that East School. <laughs> Money, I don't know if you want to. How much snow you got there? Um, Too much. Uh, would you like some? <laughs> no, thank you. Fargo's got a lot more. We've 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 had plenty, and and uh, they've they've uh, revamped their flood uh, predictions uh, accordingly. Um, Hope hope to hell we don't. Just gonna go right on by with that. Well, we 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 hope to hell we don't get uh, three straight seventy degree days all of a sudden because there'll be water everywhere. My uh, cousin lives up in. Are they at Nitsky or uh, no, uh, somewhere up? That's the there's a Nitchy, but that's not on. That isn't N- by the Nitchy. And they said they got like six five, six feet of snow on their backyard. Like, oh yeah, I don't think they have a river by them though. No, they 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 won't have to worry if 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 the water gets to them out there in Nitchy, uh We're all in trouble. But huh. but no, the uh, Red River last year. 
Um, I think at the worst points was like 15 miles wide. And that's I no mean, shit. That's huge. That's a lot of overland flooding, you know. And and that's that's in the after low- that big flood, did they uh, engineers come in there and open it up so it's they don't have that issue again? Well, <laughs> well we got dikes in Grand Forks. Yeah, yeah, Grand Forks. You know that we got we got foot uh, flood wall up to forty eight feet, fifty two feet, something like that, and and they're predicting that the uh, the uh, crest this year will be around at 47 48 again and you know for what it's worth but it all depends on temperatures and more snowfall boy i hope we don't get any more because i i'm i'm tired of it 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 has been rough and and we were just talking about i drove down to minneapolis uh, last friday morning and that was one of the worst drives of my life the icy roads Yeah, I saw some of the pictures you sent, Monty, and that lots was of, something else. Lots of rollovers and people sliding off the ditch, and I watched people slide off the ditch and into the ditch, and my initial instinct was to stop and uh, maybe help, but after two weeks ago, those two guys that the one guy oh, no. went one yeah. guy one guy went in the ditch and the other guy stopped to help him, and while they were hooking up the tow rope, a third guy came along and killed both of them. Yeah, yeah where, where was that around? Uh, west of here yeah. somewhere, but I just, you know, so you, when you're when it's that icy out and people are coming behind you. Well, and then the other thing, too, is they could have been out of control, too, with it. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's, they, they probably saw the guy. They probably saw the whole collision and everything. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, I... Like I say, I watched I watched a guy pass me and go skidding out and into the ditch and... and, and as he was going into the ditch from the southbound lane, another car was coming off at him in the front, going the northbound lane, and they dang near hit each other in the median. Uh, that would be so dangerous to be highway patrolman. Oh man, I couldn't. And they don't pay him enough. No, no, they don't. And those, and that's the other thing is that there have been at least three North Dakota Highway Patrol vehicles wrecked this winter by people coming along into those pileups and smashing their cars while they're out there cleaning them up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in that road work. I get it, man. We stripe the highways and it is it it you'd be shocked at how many people uh run into that stuff. It's it's crazy. And yeah. we had to work out there at night. We got, you know, cops, we got everybody. It's it's no funly. It's no funly. No, I don't. and it happens all the time. All it doesn't matter if it's in North Dakota, Minnesota, Nebraska, Seattle. It doesn't matter. It is really dangerous. So, you, sounds like we're we're going to eighty miles an hour too. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I think it's the timing of that is so perfect. So 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 we got all these accidents going on. All over North Dakota, Minnesota, and and North Dakota wants to raise the speed limit to 80 miles an hour on the two interstates. When the hell is Minnesota going to up their speed limits? That's who needs to up their speed limits. Yeah, 65. Good God. No, I'm not going to go the same miles per hour as I need to apply for Medicare. Like, or the age I need to apply for Medicare at. Like, no. 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 I got it. You got me there. You got me there. I like that. I like that. <laughs> no, no. Monty, I was going to mention a score update. Uh, okay. Wilder tied up right now against uh, the Flyers. 
3-3 at the end of the second period. But uh, I, did you flip, flip over to me? I think I you did, did right? Yep. Okay, yep. So, yeah, 3-3, end of the second period. But and I think I said a clip uh, earlier today. I know, Bill, you said you caught the game. What a finish to the end of the wild game against the Devils in overtime, right? That was in New York, though, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. But, I mean, they didn't even challenge anything on that last goal. But, I mean, it was 0-0 on the, end of, on the clock. Yeah. So well, it must have got shot. Is it, I suppose, when it leaves the stick, right? I think so. Well, I think it got shot, and then I want to say it crossed over. It looked like at 0.5 seconds left. Because, yeah, I, I was looking at the beat report for it, and it was pr- pretty crazy because... I recommend people just track down the highlights from the game. Watch the last 10 seconds because Matt Boldy, uh, the, the Devils did this crazy, it looked like a breakaway shot. They were going to, a good chance for to win it with like about 10 seconds left. Matt Boldy gets the rebound, does a crazy mad dash breakaway sprint to the opposite side and gets the goal. It looks like right as time expires, but I, I think it was like 0.5 seconds. Yeah. And, and how would he know what the clock is? Yeah, I'm... I'm surprised. Maybe it's different in overtime for challenge rules. I guess I'm, I'm unaware. But, uh, yeah, that's one you think we see is how so many goals get challenged. Why not challenge that goal? Because, I mean, the possession of the puck changed about three times within the last uh, 20 seconds. Yeah, that was, that was such an insane game, too. And then uh, hats off to Philip Gustafson. He made at least a dozen uh, highlight-worthy, uh, highlight-reel-worthy saves in that game. The Devils were bringing it to him, and he had a total of 47 saves that game. He set a career high, so major props to him. And do you know where the Wild are sitting right now in in their division? I know they're... In the Central Division? S- second in their division, and depending on the results of this game, I think they're almost like half a point or a point behind the division leader, and depending on how this game wraps up, they could finish today uh, leading the division. Well, that's. I heard today that they are tied right now. Tied. Okay. I I know it came down to like the point totals. It was like within a point or tied, but well, it's, I don't know the last time they've ever been in first place. Yeah, it's, it's been <laughs> it's, a while. Yeah, it's been a while. But yeah, record right now: forty-one wins, twenty-two losses, eight overtime losses. Yeah, and depending on the result of the current game, second or maybe tied for first in Central Division. Yeah. So yeah. And what was it? It was 1-1 there for a while. 3-3, three to three, end of the second period. Oh, yeah, okay. so, yeah, awesome job for the uh, Wild. And I guess one Timberwolves note we forgot to mention uh, when we were covering their games, that Cat, uh, Carl Anthony Towns returned in, in their victory over the Hawks yesterday. And he had a huge game. Uh, yeah, it's what, 21 or 22 points. Um, and he had two free throws late. The, the final two points of the game that sealed the victory. Yeah, for they the were what, down one, and he hit one to tie it, and one to put him ahead, and that was the final score was by one point. I, be- and, I believe and, so. And yeah. His, his post game interview was like, "What you th- I, you don't you don't think I have this? I got this." <laughs> yeah, and he he was not. It did not look like he was playing careful or guarded at all. He was doing a lot of big drives to the hoop. So so Steve, these guys are giving me grief because the Timberwolves beat my Knicks the other night. Uh, and and then my Knicks got beat again uh, in Miami last night. Um, Timberwolves are missing basically everybody, and the Storian Prince went off for like 36 points, hit eight out of eight three-point shots, and uh, wow. stole one in the garden. And I was trying to tell them that, you know, in the NBA, when your two superstars are missing, the other guys tend to get to handle the ball once in a while and pass it and shoot it and... 
They're more almost more dangerous when their stars aren't there because they're actually playing basketball. But I will say this. When the old man died, the captain, there was a letdown. It had to be. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Willis, we were... We were we wanted to show footage of him kicking the crap out of the Los Angeles Lakers entire bench, uh, but uh, we were concerned about copyright issues. No, that guy, what, remember when he came out in that, I think it was about 70. It's 1970. 1970. 71, yeah. Uh, he came out of that, when his knees were shot, he came out, he had it all doctored up, and he came out and hit that first, what, three two pointers around the top of the key. Yeah. Game was over. Game was over. Th- and he are... didn't score anymore either. No, he just night. hit those two shots. He had four points. But but the, yeah, the... that was I thought it was three, but okay two. I'll we'll go yeah, with that. Yeah, right no. at the top of the key. And the corner on the top of the key. Right. Hit him. Boom. Done. And, and and uh, people were that's one of the comments and things I was listening to this week were talking about how Madison Square Garden was uh, as loud as it's ever been at that moment, and they say even to this day. So I don't know. Probably not. Walt Frazier said they never called him captain because huh. everybody knew he was captain. Well, you know, he and then he ended up being MVP of the '70 Finals and the '73 Finals. Both Willis redid. So was Jackson, was he not playing then, or what was the deal? Well, Jackson got injured in 1969-70 in that season, and he missed the playoffs. He was there on the team and got Will a ring. Jackson? Yeah. No, he was, was he that, was he in the late 60s? Yeah, he, Phil Jackson got drafted by the Knicks in 1967. I didn't know, I didn't realize it was that late. Yeah, and he, um. So he was on both the Knicks championship teams. Uh, Dale says we got to do an ad here. Is this an, a video ad? Yep, video ad. Okay, here we go. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress, and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Back at it. Well, let's get into, uh, you know, like I say, we, we, we talked about my Knicks and, and, and the captain and those heydays of uh, the uh, NBA there. Um, and we were going to get into the brackets uh, and some of these games that went on and what, what's left of the Sweet 16. Um, Are we talking CBI or NIT? Well... <laughs> Monty, you did have one uh, NAIA update. <laughs> well, yeah, we want to. We do want to give a shout out to the uh, uh, North Dakota State School uh, uh, Science, science uh, Girls Basketball Team went down to uh, Lubbock, Texas, and won their first uh, national tournament game in history. And they've got another one either tonight or tomorrow. I'm not sure what the schedule is, but they did win. Um, and uh, interestingly enough, we had. 
you know, uh, we, we, the, the photos of the, of the one girl, and, and we had her dad on last week, uh, John Berryhill. And so, yeah, it's, it, it was pretty good timing. And, and, of course, those girls were Bill's uh, son-in-law's recruits. Yes, they were. And um, so, so yeah, that was that was an interesting point. But yeah, big shout out to the Wildcats. Is that what? yeah, Wapton Wildcats? So uh, and University of Minnesota Duluth women's basketball is in uh, final eight, Division and they've two? won two games. So they're playing for the championship. I think either Friday or Saturday this week. So, so that's Division Two. Yeah, that's NCAA Division Two. NS, NSIC. Oh, got it. So that's Saint Cloud and Mankato and Minnesota Moorhead. Did um, did the Wisconsin girls hockey team win the national championship? They did. And uh, there's a Brita, there's a Brita Curl that's from Bismarck. She's on that team. That's there you awesome. go. Girl sports are killing it. Congratulations, girls. Oh, look at Raven. Where did you get that? I, I got a special delivery of really good ice cream. <laughs> She's just running amok around here. I am. So, all right, let's get into this NCAA bracket. Uh, so, you want men's, women's? Men's. Men's. Okay. You got her there? Yeah. yeah. I've actually been watching some of the women's, though. There's some pretty good games. I haven't had a chance to take a look up while well, I was driving most of this weekend. But, yeah. Uh, so uh, the, the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. I, do you what, want, do we, what do we got left? Do you Do you want to know the uh, schedule yeah. for, for the last games or Raven? Yeah. Do you, I think I got some for you. Or do you want me to cover the, the games here? Give you a sec. There. I got it. What am I okay. reading? Okay. Gotcha. I got it in your the notes. The top left are playing tonight. Uh, they're also on your notes here too. Uh, oh, these of ones for. Uh, I think men's, men's, yep. Men's Sweet 16 schedule. So Thursday, today, um, Kansas State versus Michigan State at 1.30. So they must have already played. If we have the scores on that, I'll, I'll read that. Um, and then as soon as we started the show tonight, Tennessee was going to play uh, Florida Atlantic? Yes. That's an odd name. All right, Friday tomorrow, Alabama versus San Diego State. And then uh, Clayton versus Princeton at 8 p.m., both of those games. What did she call that team? White Creighton. White Creighton. Huh? No? Creighton. Creighton. Is it Creighton? Is it not Creighton? Or is it Creighton or Creighton? It's Creighton. 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 Is it not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I can't speak normally, so don't listen to me. I was... Their coach, I thought I was in Croatia or their, something. Their coach is a ex UND coach, right? Oh yeah. Uh, who do we got? McDermott. McDermott. Yes. Oh. oh yeah. All right, and then also uh, UConn versus Arkansas at 4 p.m. today. Um, UCLA versus Gonzaga. Oh. Gonzaga. Oh. <laughs> what is that? Supersonic Steve. How do we say it? What time? What time is that? Gonzaga. Gonzaga. It's uh, a Washington 9 State. 6.45. Okay. 9 um, p.m. Central? 9 p.m. today. Okay. So six here. Yeah. Huh. And then I do got a couple of score updates from today's games here. So for the ones that have happened. So uh, I don't know. If, do you got it on me, Monty? Yep. 
Okay, so I guess we at live right now in the second half. Uh, Kansas State is leading Michigan State 77-73. At halftime, Connecticut's up over Arkansas 46-29. to And, uh, yeah, those are the scores so far from today. Well, there you go. 46 uh, to 29. That's a big spread. At half? Yeah, at the halftime. Do, do any of you guys get into the betting pools at all or just like like to do picks like local, like among co workers for March Madness? I, I haven't, but I, 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 well, I, I stay out of the gambling realm that way. I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't gamble. Well,. I know every now you always hear so much, you know, the bracketology breakdowns. This is fun watching and keeping up people going over the seeds and all that. And, you know, it's worth pointing out for the second time ever in the men's tournament, we had a, a 16 seed beat a one seed. Yes. I, yes. I saw the highlights for that. That happened more than once. That was that up. Yeah, it's a sex. This tournament. Yeah, well, we've had a, a number of. Uh, Top seats knocked out the lower seats, but we had one, 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 one get beat by a 16. I think I highlighted it and on a, the and chart a, there. And a two get beat by a 15. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That happened. Okay. And, and I mean, you know, what, what always blows me away about those uh, upset games is that then the team that does the upsetting typically gets knocked out the very next game. Oh, and smoke. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know that's that's kind of happened. I think the Princeton team did actually move on a couple of games, but they're done now too, aren't they? Well, that FDU, they were the 16 seed that won. Yeah, Farley Dickinson. And, yeah, and then they ended up playing a nine seed, and that's the one we were talking about, Florida Atlantic. Yep. They, so Florida uh, Atlantic is a nine seed. They beat in them. the top 16 is really good. Yeah. yeah, so so Florida Atlantic because they 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 were able to play that team ends up in the uh, Sweet Sixteen, right? Yeah, when all intents and purposes that should have been Purdue, but Purdue kind of had a a flippy floppy season anyway. I mean, they 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 had that uh, what seven foot four giant of a guy, and then not much else around him. Yeah, and isn't he from? Is he from China or? I don't know where he's from. I, all I know is Purdue. At a one, six foot four person. Or no, would he's not be from China. No, well, I, I think he's from. I think he's from Canada because well, he wanted to be a hockey player. Okay, uh, I was gonna say. Uh, I don't think that no no giants are coming out of China anytime soon. Sorry. <laughs> well, 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 Mo Chi Ming or whatever that guy Yao Ming, was. Right? Yao Ming, yeah. We Mo Chi Ming. Yao, Yao Ming was about a seven foot fiver. Yeah. Um, but, but, did, but did you guys hear the background of that FDU? Why they got in the tournament? They weren't even supposed to be in there. They lost in their conference final, but yeah. because the team they lost to, they were they just they were still in that. They're moving up. Yeah, they within their five year period of moving up to Division One, and they weren't eligible to go to the main NCAA tournament. So FDU got in there by default. So because the conference got a yeah, got to have that conference representative. Bid. Yeah. So that's just pretty fascinating how that all panned out. I, I saw the highlights from the game just to see how it all played out. Did any of you guys see the highlights of the game? Just the fans were just all crestfallen. They were doing close-ups of all the fans after for, the for Purdue. Yeah, for Purdue. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, oh. I didn't see any of the Purdue game. No, I just yeah. saw the I just saw the Arizona Wildcats fans when they lost, and they were all disheartened and crying and. Yeah, the the the, the fans were just all they were just despondent to the extreme because yeah this. 
they they're trying to put on a brave face, but I I mean I've been in that we for you and Eve games been in that situation in the last this heartbreaking losses and stuff. Yeah. So so Gonzaga is is playing tonight and and they're a little bit lower seed than we've seen in the last few years for them. Is that correct, Steve? Well, which is hard for me to understand because you know they're as good as it ever been. They got uh, uh, Timmy. That guy is a load. I mean, he and he's older, schooled, understands the game. I would be hard pressed to say I would bet against him. I really would. Okay, but but it, you know it would only make sense, and that's kind of how it goes. Where where in past seasons. You know, when, when it looked like they had the team that was going to do it and then they didn't quite pull it off, uh, especially with the kid that was drafted by the uh, Oklahoma Thunder here last year. Um, no, I think I think this kid's oh, a Oh, kid from I Minneapolis? Think. Yeah. No, he, he's – I don't know. I mean, I've been, I've been on their bandwagon. We haven't had anything out here on the West Coast for – since the Huskies were, and the Kooks too, but we haven't had anything. And uh, and that guy does a good job there. I, you know, even though I'm a Cougar, he, I can't uh, say anything bad about. Him. Well, no, it's really well. Well, year in and year out, every every year. Yeah. I mean, how long? Well, twenty it's, years. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's Maybe been about it's been about a 20, 15, 20 year run, and um. Yeah. You know, even at one point, I was following them a little bit closely because a guy that I was on a basketball team with was an assistant coach. Um, oh, God, now his name is escaping me about the time I'm going to bring him up. Uh, did it? Did, uh, oh, Monty's thinking. Has my, it- my not state player, Bill, that was a head coach. Of, uh, Dale Brown? No, no, much, yeah, much, much later than that. Oh. I was going to say, while well, Monty's thinking, anyone catch any other games that stand out they want to mention from the first couple of rounds of the tournament? On the men's side, anyways? I I did highlight that because I was always curious for the Summit League representation. You know, Oral Roberts won the Summit League, and they were out in the first round. Uh, Duke beat beat them 74-51, uh, to 51, it looks like. So they won our Summit League representation. And uh, I think too was it? I think this is like one of the first times in a while I, I saw interesting stats since like the '80s, where like one of the like the big what four or eight D one schools aren't in the Sweet Sixteen like Duke, Kentucky, North did, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you guys see that fact floating around too, or well, stat? Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. No, I didn't see that stat, but yeah. it's definitely true. Because well, you got Kansas State further than Kansas, which is kind of odd. Yeah. But Michigan State's alive, and Tom Izzo's got his crew going. So, Well, he, it- he's pretty obnoxious on the sidelines. <laughs> so. <laughs> and then I got also, just for noteworthy, I know Jim Nance has always been kind of associated calling the March Madness games. This is his final season calling March Madness. I don't know if you guys keep up with him, his games that he got, does for play calling for – NCAA hoops. Well, I saw some commercial where he was in too, and he had some um, mascots hat on, and he says, I, "We got to do the the Nance dance or something." And he takes his hat off and he throws it on the ground. Well, so I, I think, think they had something with him and Charles Barkley. Was the, does he do that a little bit from Lee Corso? I don't always associate that with Lee Corso for his picks, putting on the mascot head. 
Wow. I'd never heard of the Nance dance before. Yeah, right. same here. And I always associate Nance for doing the... I think he's still also going to be... He hasn't retired fully. He's still going to be calling NFL and I think well, golf, he, right? Golf is yeah. his big... Golf is, yeah. Is his big thing, I think. Doesn't he call with like Phil Sims? Is it not NFL? Or maybe I'm getting it mixed up a little bit because I thought he calls like for CBS, I wanted to say. Yeah, I'm sure he's with CBS. Um, do you guys want to shift to the women's side of the tournament? Well, just... Uh, let's see. Real quick, I wanted to... Take one more quick look. I see UConn is still alive, uh, and that's the Arkansas. They've got matched up, and UConn's uh, one of those schools that's won a couple titles. And so you, you do have some big-time schools still. They're more a women's school, though, than they're a men's school. <sighs> well, at least they're not a football school, right, Bill? But oh, the shit. Creighton guy is McDermott again now, so yeah. we kind of have to cheer pull, for, pull him. for him. Pull for him? I think so. Yeah. Is that his name Greg? Greg McDermott? Right. Yeah. And he had a son that played. And, and NBA, I, they yeah. said he's still in San Antonio, so he must be on San, San Antonio's roster. Yeah. I heard that during the game. So we do, but we still do have, uh, like, Houston's a number one and Alabama's a number one. Right. So of the four number ones, you still have two of them alive, and and then you've got the, the Gonzaga and, and, and UConn and. Well, Arkansas. you got Princeton in there at fifteen too. That's... Well, they're they're still alive. They they haven't been. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. They're uh, is that an afternoon game? Yeah, I got this. Is our first oh, time Creighton and Princeton, right? Well, the McDermott's got a shot there. Then oh, I, I would say he might make the Final Four this year. And that's yeah. another stat I saw floating around: Princeton's first time reaching the Sweet Sixteen since nineteen sixty-seven. So, so... Quick question, Bill? Yes, Lee Collin. Lee Collin. Who, who, who do you think is going to win? I, I picked Alabama, so I have to stay with them. You picked the football school. Okay. <laughs> I, like Alabama I said, I was, I was the pulling. the last time they won it? I don't think they've ever won I, it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they've ever won the basketball as they far as I know. They didn't know what basketball was till this year. <laughs> Pigskin school. <laughs> yeah. okay. Those, those uh, footballs don't bounce very consistently. Well, Princeton, uh, we were just asking the last time Princeton was in the Sweet 16, and they said 1967, so I'm assuming that was when uh, Bill Bradley played there. In the Princeton offense. No, no, that was before him, wasn't it? No, I don't. I, Bill Bradley. Was he with the Knicks and probably he might have been in their early 70s. You know, you could be right. Yeah, could be right. Uh, yeah, no, I think he was I think he was in Princeton when they went to the – what, what were, were – Big time college school. Um, well, they had that dark or black guy too that was a coach at Princeton forever. Boy, Bill, I just I just did a little fact checking for Alabama. How far the furthest they made it in March Madness was the Elite Eight. Oh, so okay. and the last time that happened was in two thousand four. They said before I think because before March Madness NCAA tournament the NIT used to be the main tournament right going way way yeah. back yeah. and I, I did oh, see Alabama has won that in the late twenties so they didn't win that going but not the main overall NCAA tournament because oh. the finals are at the mecca at Madison Square Garden what this year oh they always are oh the, the, NIT, the NIT yeah yeah the NIT is always in, in Madison Square Garden but I I was just thinking about you were Didn't talking they about just finish that up. Like no, it's not done yet. Oh, it's still going on. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I thought I, it was over. I don't. No. I, no, I don't know where we're at with that one. I uh, no, I was, there were some games on last night. Yeah, I was going to say though, the last time I remember Alabama being uh, any, anybody that I was watching, um, there was a player named Leon Douglas. Uh, ended up playing the NBA a little bit. He was about six foot ten. Where was that Corliss Williamson from? Were they not Alabama? Arkansas. Arkansas? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Arkansas. Huh. And huh? Charles Barkley, he was Auburn. Auburn, yeah. Well, and Arkansas was like the, the Sidney Moncrief and Elvin Robertson, and oh, there was one more out of there. And who's the Arkansas's coach right now? Is it Musgrave or? I don't know. The guy, the guy takes his shirt off if they win the game. Oh, yeah, that's just what we need. That's just that we need more guys like that. <laughs> Musselman. Musselman, yeah. Oh, Eric Musselman. Yeah. So so Bill Musselman's son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the guy. Bill yeah. Musselman. He took his shirt off last weekend. Bill Musselman was the uh, in, uh, the inaugural, inaugural Minnesota Timberwolves head coach. And he was also Minnesota Gophers head coach at one point. But he was in their, in their first season, the Timberwolves, he was their head coach. And um, they won 29 games oh, that year. Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, that was, for an expansion team, winning 29 games was a big deal. Um, and there was a lot of uh, issue over that because he he tried to win. And they really, they didn't want him to. He was playing to veteran players, trying to get some wins, actually take a stab at trying to make the playoffs at the time. And the ownership groups and management wanted him to lose because they wanted a better draft pick, kind of like the... Miami Dolphins and why they're getting sued was to tank a little bit. But anyway, yeah. Did you see uh, who got named the woman's coach at the University of Minnesota? I did, but I, I and she's been like a winner everywhere, but I don't know who that is. Well, her name was know, like Witzkowski or something like that, but or Pitrakowski. But she was at South Dakota when... Yes, yes. And so <clears throat> then she... Took the job at Virginia Tech. Yes, wait, no. So she was only so, at so, Vir- so, so, yes, so just like last year, right? She took South Dakota University the year South, before. So, the year before, right? Yeah, yeah year before. She took University of South Dakota to the Elite Eight, right? In, in women's college basketball, signed this big contract with who? Virginia Tech. And, well, there you go. What's, how, do you, how do you pronounce that? I'm not going to try. <laughs> Plitzowitzki or something. Don Plitzowit? I'm going to put it on Raven. Plitzowit. 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 Okay, we'll take it from you. Yep. All right, but but so so anyway. But she's, I think she's from Minnesota. But she has been at, like, before South Dakota, she'd been at some smaller schools. Smaller, and she's won Wayne everywhere State. she's went, right? West Virginia, yeah. Uh, I, uh-huh. I saw she had winning records every place she'd been. Um, and they were comparing her to uh, uh, Waylon, who they just terminated. And Waylon had, had has it, had this great playing career, but never coached. Right. But then they're saying that these players that the Gophers have are these really high acclaimed recruits. Four freshmen are staying. And and then this new coach is going to come in, and she's basically going to be playing with Waylon's recruits, much like what our hockey team was doing. So I don't know. Now, do you guys want to uh, cover touch on the women's side? Yeah, we better do that. Are those Cougars still alive? I, I know, Raven, you, I think you got the women's side games, too, for the Sweet 16, right? I do. Women's Sweet 
fifteen. Villanova versus Miami at one thirty tomorrow, and then Iowa versus Colorado six thirty tomorrow night. Utah versus uh, LSU at four, and then uh, Louisville and Old Miss play at nine. Is it Louisville or Louisville? Louisville. Okay. Yeah, I'm just making sure. <laughs> Louisville Sluggers. Yep, and then uh, Saturday, uh, this Saturday, it's Maryland versus Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame or Dame. Dame. You guys have me second guessing everything now. Goodness Dame. gracious. I've heard it both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then uh, UConn versus uh, Ohio State at three. Um, South Carolina versus UCLA at 1, and Virginia Tech versus Tennessee at 5.30. Well, I actually watched some of the Miami game the other night. Have you heard of these Cavalier twins? No. No. These these girls apparently got basically recruited for NIL from Fresno State, and they're playing at Miami right now. And they ended up beating, it was like Indiana, I think is who they were playing. And Indiana was like the top team in the the Big Ten. So they had to play in Indiana. And Miami did win. And it was either an overtime or they won right at the end. But they're just two little blonde twins, guards. And they're the ones that Miami's in all kinds of trouble with NIL because of those girls. Well, and that that's starting to explode again now, the NIL issue. Uh, what is an NIL? Uh, naming, imaging, and licensing rights. And, you know, so Where they can basically do commercials or, or they they have this social standing or you know, okay. TikTok and whatever else it is. Isn't it officially like next in line? And it gives them, yeah, like you mentioned, rights to actually get paid to do promotion and, and branding? Yeah, for their name, image, and likeness. Yeah. And, and the thing about it, though, is that so it's like 1%, less than 1% of the college athletes are actually making that kind of money. Uh, Bumani Jones... Uh, on HBO does uh, in-depth uh, uh, research on, on different issues every week, and this week it was NIL, and pointing out how there's this hot blonde uh, gymnast, gymnast from LSU, and, and, and she's making tons of money, and she's not even the best player on the team, the best gymnast. There's like two other girls that are better than her, but... She's got all this this social media following, and she's like making over three million dollars. And her teammates are lucky to be making a thousand dollars. Well, there's a list out there that tells you the, the top ones that, top nil. Right. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. I mean, I and I don't know how they're going to curb it. I don't know how they're going to keep these teams as teams. I mean, between that and the portal. The the me generation is uh, they're they're on a rocket ship to it's just nowhere. A I wild think. wild west out there. You just you cheer who's so ever Bill, playing. Why don't you think about something to uh, put out there to uh, make that go away? <laughs> me? <laughs> no, I'm seriously. Why not? 
I don't have the law degree that well, a person needs to do that. I, you know, my thing is, is I understand that uh, the, the college athletes should have been paid, but, you know, then then they should have broke it down and, and, and had them, you know, on a salary-type setup instead of this wildness where somebody is going to be making millions of dollars and now you got a freshman tennis player that's making more money than the coaching staff put together. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's bad enough in the professional sports when your players are making more money than the staff and management. But to, to turn well, it that's into... That's the problem. Like, look at Russell Wilson. Yeah. And last year, he was making more than the head coach, and that thing what blew up in his face. Now the new guy comes in and says, hey, uh, we're, this isn't going to work. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when you put some discipline in there. And but, money. It's the same, man. But how, how, it, how it can go from where you couldn't take yeah. a, a player out to You couldn't have dinner. a meal. You couldn't get a plane ticket get, or a meal. You couldn't get a meal with, with a booster. Or, 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 or a school couldn't buy a kid a, a suit or a pair of shoes to go to a funeral. That kind of thing. And now it's so wide open that, you know... You're, you're, That's how it should be. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, they went from from overburdening these kids to to complete chaos. It's a nightmare. I mean, I don't know how. You know, I'm glad I I don't have to deal with it. It's a it's a cluster. Well, yeah. I mean, I'd like to I'd like to be the parent of one of those uh, semi talented gymnasts or tennis players or whatever that's suddenly being endorsed for. Three, four, five million dollars because they they got a social media following. Boy, yeah. I'm so far out of that league. I I don't I'm elementary. I don't know. I don't I don't get it. Well, and, will. and and yeah. we're we're still in the in the in in the infancy of it. You know, we we haven't seen the tip of the iceberg yet. They are, yeah, I think I think UND is going to get hurt in hockey because of it. Oh sure, because you're going to have the schools like Notre Dame and Michigan that are going to be able to, you know, tell the guy, well, we can project you to get this amount of money from NIL. Yeah, the the boosters are going to be pumping money and and bringing players in like you were saying, where 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 the coaches aren't even recruiting them, the boosters are. And the coaches are saying now. If they lose a game, well, that other team, you know, bought their team. Well, here goes. I got to get this River City out of here. Doesn't North Dakota State though have a lot of dough? For not com- not compared to not compared to those big schools. Well, if we get North into the State oil money fund, but we'll never get that for the athletes. All right, River City Cinema, River, River City, All right. River City, River Cinema Fifteen. Whew. Can't get that out of my mouth. You got this money. River Cinema 15 and the Shire. Make your next dinner and movie destination at the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill located inside the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia-laden restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you'll be attending. This week's featured attractions are Scream 6, Champions... Creed 3, Cocaine Bear, Jesus Revolution, Year of the Dog, Magic Mike's Last Dance, and Amazing Maurice. And 
You can find these latest showtimes on rivercinema15.com. Don't forget Tuesdays is $5 movies all day long and the 550 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema 15 has multiple theaters with luxury recliners, expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated by the company which also operates the Grand Theater in Crookston. Visit morefamilytheaters.com for their latest showtimes. Monty, I gotta leave. Oh, Bill, yeah, Bill's, Bill's, Bill's gotta get... Puppy dog. He's watching the dog. He's he's babysitting See, you should have brought him with. See? Next time. Oh, I'm, okay, you have to bring him next week. I'll try. Okay, I'm gonna be very sad if you don't. Okay. Okay. Well, he's in, uh, puppy school, But still. He's in puppy school. Still. It's yeah. National Puppy Day, and you didn't bring a puppy into the studio. You are never living that down. <laughs> never. Bye, Bill. I'm wrong, but he's a, like he's gonna be salty about that. We had a my birthday actually coming up, and uh, we took the weekend off. And this puppy is like the superstar of all puppies. And okay, can you see that? Oh my gosh, I kind of can. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah, he's in dog training. Oh he's getting my big. goodness. So there's your puppy day. What? You know, she, she. I like her. Let's have her on more. Okay, no problem. No problem. <laughs> yeah, Char. I don't know squat about sports. No. Same here. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. It's all right. I don't know anything. I'm reading scores off of a paper. It's mm-hmm. it's good. She, we if you it. asked her about sports, and I said, well, what quarter is it? She said, um, what sport? <laughs> I know lots of other things, though. <laughs> yeah. But, but – that's a valid point, though. What sport are we talking about? Because hockey only has three quarters, and, like, football has four, okay? And basketball. Uh, what, is, I don't, what does basketball have? Four? Two. Two? Well, college college, college, college has, two. has two. Pros have four. What about baseball? Pro baseball. Uh, nine innings. What about college? I don't know, but... Um, it's a valid really argument to buy a, a Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> yeah, it's a valid argument. I'm not gonna lie; they have so many different ones, so it's kind of hard to keep track. It's valid. And then they switch it up all the time. It's like what? Yeah, it's different for every like college league or pro league. It's it's yeah. odd. It's very odd. Absolutely. I I had uh, my company. We ordered uh, season tickets for the uh, Tacoma Rainiers. Rainiers. So I'd say, okay, we didn't live more than five miles away. I'd take her there. And it's like the second inning. She goes, are you ready to go? It's like, fuck, the game just started. (laughs) Let's go. It's like, okay. It's like 8 o'clock. No, we we really got to go home because I'm tired. It's like, why do you even go to the game? But that's my wife. That's my wife. Oh, I, hey, yes. I know exactly. Hey, we had we had the uh, World Curling Championships back, oh, I don't know, decade ago or so at the Ralph Ingolstadt Arena. And I don't know beans about curling. Curling is a, is a popular sport, though, in our region. Grand yeah. Forks and Duluth and Minnesota and There's Canada and all that. Clubs. Lot, lots of curling clubs. But 
Bill and I went to a handful of these games because these were like the rock stars of world <clears throat> curling that were were involved. And we're literally watching the semifinals and, and our wives are like doing exactly that. Uh, can we go now? Can we go now? And I'm like, I, I'm invested in this now. I've already watched, you know, several several ends of it and and as they call their innings or ends i was gonna say i have never seen anyone so excited over sweeping i'm not i'm not gonna lie like oh my goodness you know it's it's kind of like the curling curling is kind of fun you know it's like bocce ball on ice so a little bit yeah right so and you can actually get into those i it's been a while since I watched it on TV, but well, these guys literally were like these personalities too, because like I said, they were the rock stars of the curling world, and they knew it. You know, these guys were like had their own little nuances to them. My yeah, this is the world. Yeah, yeah. showmanship. I'm, I'm the best sweeper on the planet. <laughs> All right, now we're down to about our last ten tennish minutes or so. Do you guys got any other last words or stuff? To, hey, to work Monty, I just wanted to say uh, how much snow you got there. Um, we've got, we've got piles six feet high for sure. I, I mean, it's, right. it's, it's a lot. And, and well, I'm looking out at my pool right now and the sun's <laughs> coming over the hill. I see you got the sunshine hey. there on your face and it's uh, kind of pissing yeah, me yeah. off. Hey now. <laughs> I agree. Here, I'll, I'll change your view right now. Uh, oh God. Jeez. Showing hey. off. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Nice mountains. And that's a beautiful pool, too. Damn. Come on down, you guys. Oh, George, oh, yeah. tell me twice. <laughs> well, we got we got to do that. Yeah, road trip, road trip, well, road trip. Well, I, I can come out to Washington. Down here, Sandy's boys down in their trailer. Let's do a show down here. Yeah. Oh, hey, there you go. That'd be fun. Might be an idea. Yeah, shit. Come on down. Bring Mama Bear too. Yeah, well, we, I could. There's no way I'd be able to go to Washington without her. So it's all her family up there. Yeah, yeah. well, Monty, did you have any other? Me. Did you have any final scores or topics to bring up? I, know I, I had a couple. Yeah, go ahead, Dale, with what you got, and then I just want to. I got one little closer thing. All right, um, do you got switched over here? Gotcha. Right. Cool. Sounds good. So, World Baseball Classic. Have, it, have anyone keep kept up with that? They kind of had some. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me hop in over there. So yeah. Boom. Give me a sec. Okay, boom. Yeah, since Bill left, we got that other camera spot open. And open in, in the middle of the show, uh, Tucker dropped in. I got him over here just sitting here. He's, he, he brought that ice cream Raven was slurping on a little bit ago. And he's, been, he's just been politely sitting over here listening to our babble. But here we go, Dale. All right, so World Baseball Classic. Uh, has anyone been keeping up with that all or caught a little bit? I just caught, like, the final game, some highlights and a couple of news bits. Well, what I did see was the uh, injury to the Mets reliever. Uh, Edwin Diaz. Diaz, and, and it looked oh, like. Oh, boy, that's big. Yes, huge. And, and, and then. Huge. And, well, he, was cel- he just won the game, and he, yes. he, he wasn't even celebrating. It wasn't like he was jumping up or down. His teammates went to mob him and, like, chest bump him. And next thing you know, seconds later, he's collapsed on the ground with a knee injury. Yeah, like Torrey's ACL. Yeah, just very unfortunate. But he won the game, 5-2 win over Dominican Republic. And I, I was just watching a few little interviews clips with some of the various immigrant players in Major League Baseball. And it's just fascinating, you know, kind of in the American scene, you know, it's like, World Baseball Classic is kind of on the periphery vision, getting a little bit of attention, not that much. But a lot of the immigrant, immigrant players consider it equal, if not superior, to the World Series. 
Yes. Because, you know, the, the for being representing for... It was Team Japan that beat Team USA in the finals. And did you see the final at-bat for that game? I did. I've seen the replay. Yeah, I saw, I saw the replay, just the final at-bat. So this is an interesting matchup. So representing Team USA on the mound... Um, was or excuse me, Team Japan on the mound, Shuhei Otani of the Angels, and then his teammate was for he was pitching against on Team USA, Mike yeah. Trout. And is it safe to say those two players are considered in the top ten of all Major League Baseball? Yes. So two of the top players in all of Major League Baseball going against each other, final at bat, and Shuhei Otani struck him out. And what just what a performance! <laughs> Yeah, great finish. Yeah, and yeah, storybook kind of thing. Yeah, I was going to say very cinematic worthy, and yeah, Japan's third World Series baseball classic, or excuse me, World Baseball Classic win. And then I also got just to follow up on that a little bit. Twins latest in spring training. Uh, they lost to the Blue Jays today, but they shut out the Red Sox eleven to zero yesterday, ten and twelve in spring training. Just worth mentioning in spring training so far. Carlos Correa and Byron Buxton have yet to play in an actual spring training game, but they're both taking live batting practice. So we'll update on that. And then also, uh, just real quick, just a couple of quick motorsport minute things. I saw the latest F1 race, Saudi Arabia Grand Prix. Uh, usually we're saying Max Verstappen wins. He's just dominant in that. But he had a horrible qualifying, had a drive shaft failure, had to start in 15th of 20. So it's just kind of fun watching him work his way up to the pack. Only finished second. His uh, teammate, Sergio Perez, won the race. So that was a fun race to watch. Um, though he did get the fastest lap on the last lap, so he's just leading the overall points leaderboard by one because it was their second race of the season. So, um, And then did you see the crazy NASCAR Xfinity uh, penalty that happened there? I have not. Um, so what would happen there was uh, for the Xfinity race, Josh Williams, uh, he was told he had to park his car in the garage after debris came off during the race. This did not sit well with Josh Williams, so he told NASCAR to screw off, and he parked his car at the finish line. <laughs> and, and, and then he Good wa- for him. Yeah. Good for him. If that were to happen in dirt racing, you would have laughed like any driver would have laughed that out. Yeah, debris came off my car. I'm still gonna go. Like what? And then he and then he waved to the crowd as he walked as he walked off. Just a nice little fun little wave. And then he decided he said it on in social media. He stands by his actions and he started selling park it t-shirts online. He's putting the pro, the proceeds to hospitals. He does Beautiful. so it's going to Beautiful. a good going to a good cause. But I'm like, all right, you know, props to you, Josh Williams. Stick it to NASCAR. There so, you go. Um, but. Yeah, so so much going on. Uh, World of Outlaws, late models had the races canceled last weekend for sprints. Uh, Rico Abreu won the race. He's, he's kind of like a little person racer, so it was cool to see him. They interviewed him after the race, so a nice little feel-good story there. Uh, props to him. So, yeah, so much going on in motorsports. But, yeah, that's all I got, Monty. Back to you. Well, what, what I uh, one thing I wanted to touch on was um, Ovechkin passed Wayne Gretzky for the most 40-goal seasons in NHL history with 13. Uh, nobody would ever thought that would have happened. Um, and then the uh, Yankees' uh, net worth is now $7 billion. And then um, the only other thing I wanted to wrap up with is uh, one of my former teammates and longtime uh, opponents in the Grand Fork City Leagues uh, succumbed to cancer this week, um, Dr. Tony Kinect, uh Grand Forks. He grew up in Grand Forks, raised here his whole life, uh, Went to UND, uh, became a doctor. But uh, you want to talk about a guy with a twinkle in his eye and, and a smile on his face every single time you came across him. Um, 
and 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 then on the hardwood, he was a uh, antagonist, a uh, thorn in your side, uh, intense, intense player. Uh, well, to be honest, quite an a hole when he could come down to it. <laughs> in the best possible way. But but and and and, and but most great competitors, uh, that's how they are in in the game, and um, so yeah, uh, fifty six years old, uh, way too soon for a guy that uh, that great. Uh, cancer got another one. Um. I guess any final notes from Raven, Tucker, Supersonic Steve? Tucker? I got nothing to that. Raven? I I actually don't have anything. Well, you'll be out there punching people like Willis Reed. (sighs) Yeah, don't piss me off. Don't piss me off anymore. I see we we got a couple final notes from the chat. Here, I'll read a couple shout-outs from the chat. John Beergard's not liking baseball talk. We just did a little bit of it. They're just wrapping up spring training. and I mean, World Baseball Classic, that's worth recognizing. Uh, We got an update from... uh, your boy John King there, Monty, saying the Wild were tied 4-4 going into overtime. Uh, Keith saying Gophers and Canisius just got underway. and He's not liking the Yankees talk, but he's John Beergard is saying he's kidding and he loves you guys. Great show. So many thanks for everyone in the chat for hanging out with us today. And I can't believe Keith's coming in the studio. I, that's awesome. Yes. We're happy to have you. And your pizza. Oh, yes, yes. You haven't answered me what kind of pizza this is going to be. He, he asked what kind we want. Oh, what it's kind do we want? It's on you. It's on me? Yep. Oh, oh no. What's Raven's top pizza selection? Uh, cheese or pepperoni. Can't go wrong with either. Huh. Yeah, those are both good. I'm trying to see if there's a quick final score in the Wild game. Yeah. Um, overtime ended. They're going to shoot out. So that's the latest on the Wild right now. <clears throat> no score yet in Canisius and Minnesota. So. Okay. Yeah. So. I guess I saw your guys' dad jokes book over there. So I guess I can give you guys a joke since I don't have anything oh else. Oh my god! Yeah. Closing joke. Here we go. <laughs> if oranges could talk, what language would they speak? I know this one. What do you got? Mandarin. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, good stuff. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I think you had a soundboard button for that one. It's a knee Some slapper. Applause. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this baby up. Uh, thank you for tuning in to tonight's Fork Sports Highway. Catch us live every Thursday at six thirty, right here at Grand Fork's Best Source, live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. If you missed us live, find our archives by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast, streaming, or social media apps. We're everywhere. Support GFBS by leaving us a five-star review on Google or checking out the donate link on top of www.gfbestsource.com website. That's all for today. We'll see you next week.